Hello and welcome to the month for weird. This is Maya and this is another episode of By All Means Necessary. But today I am reaching new grounds. I'm covering a cult. And it wouldn't just be any cult because all cults are weird, but some of them have been chewed up and spit out. Yes, I will make this an expression until it sticks. So, I was wondering, you know, I was researching and listening to different cults. I was like, okay, these ones I'm familiar with. These ones have again been covered by like 100 podcasts. And then I actually listened to podcast episode of cults. And uh, you know how much... I love podcasts, yeah, and the content is actually extra serious. Even with this one, I just knew that they would just probably stop recording that episode and just laugh. And as I was listening to it, I was like, what is this all about? Like, left, right, and center, this does not make any sense. So, of course, I had to cover it. Plus, we are going to be exploring a different grounds of a cult, because this one is an online cult. It involves celebrities, it involves a virtual reptilians, it involves lizards, and snakes and all sorts of weird. So let's dive the hell in. In 2017, Barbara Rogers rings 911 and tells them her boyfriend made her press the trigger and kill him. She gets arrested for his murder, but soon investigators uncover the backstory involving a YouTube extraterrestrial cult. This murder will unravel the story of a cult led by Sherry Shriner that made her followers believe Reptilian extraterrestrials are secretly living as humans and they are trying to kill us. We have our perp, we have our victims. What was the motive? We are starting here today from the trial of Barbara Rogers for the murder of Minio. Because this is the trial that angered many in the US. So she actually only got a 15 to 40 year sentence. And then obviously the family was just angry because this was for a third degree murder verdict. While obviously she pulled the trigger next to someone's head, you know, and in their head is quite obvious first degree murder. But, um, and a third degree conviction, what it actually means is that it doesn't require an intent to kill. But the defendant needs to have a knowledge that what they did was life-threatening. So um, it also carries a less, uh, lesser prison sentence with a maximum of 20 to 40 years. The defense approach was she had no previous criminal record and that she was the mother of three, so they asked for leniency and they got it. Now, what that means is that there had to be some reasonable doubt that, well, the cult had some involvement in it, so that this was somehow influenced by her boyfriend, or, you know, by different forces, and by this cult by Sherry Schreiner. So, what was their actual involvement in this cult? And it's an online cult, so you're wondering, like, huh, is this like, you know, how podcasters do fan cults on Patreon? Sort of. Okay, don't fucking call my Patreon thing a cult. Online cults actually have all of the attributes of the normal cults. Obviously, it tries to extort you financially in this case because it is online. There is like this ideology and this top-tier circle of people, but also the with the online cult you kind of have insane amount of content that is published online as well. 
which brings me to the involvement of Barbara Rogers and Steve Minios. So how were they actually involved? It's because her boyfriend actually started following Sherry and her writings and her videos and then sort of like brought Barbara in and was like, hey, look at her teachings, look at this, wonderful. She has had at that point her YouTube channel. I think there is like 12 websites or something that I've read, a blog. And I think two or three published books. This, listen, there's no need. Also, why do you have 12 websites? Why don't you put everything on one website? Nothing in this story makes sense. So everything was great. Like they were just following her teachings, reading all of the content, you know. Until 2017, where the differences sparked because Barbara Rogers actually posted a picture on Facebook about her cravings for red meat for like rare steak and steak tartare and according to sherry eating red meat meant that the person was actually a reptilian so she called her out on this and said that there are certain people that crave red meat because they crave the blood those with the vampire demon in them she actually wrote on facebook that this means she's into ingesting blood eating raw hamburger is a symbol that you're part of the vampire succubus societies Rogers is a witch, I can confirm that at this point. Why is she suddenly a doctor? Like, what, what do you mean I can confirm? It's like, oh, I can confirm, I can diagnose you with this at this point. She posted a picture, how can you confirm anything? So in interviews she said at this point she knew she, Rogers, was a vampire, witch, reptilian, super soldier. No, that, that is all in one line. How can one person have this many professions, titles, whatever you want to call it. How? How? Sherry? Sherry? Is everything okay at home? Also, this steak tartare thing is in everything. Like, so this, basically, all of the webs, every single piece of article, every single source, every podcast, this is the one prevalent thing. So she has based all of her beliefs of this one picture of, like, a rare steak. So, obviously, after this, Barbara Rogers' boyfriend actually was convinced that Sherry is not to be believed. After 10 years, by the way, of following all of her teachings and all her bullshit, right? So he starts his own channel that starts exposing Sherry Schreiner. But obviously now he is struggling and yeah, his channel is not as popular as Schreiner's because she has this whole online cult and all of her supporters that she has built for 10 years go and turn against him. So according to Barbara, he was frustrated about this, he couldn't turn people against her he couldn't make people actually believe in the truth so one night you know they just went for dinner and then after they came home that he just lost it and just asked her to shoot him and everything is gonna be over so this was also like this was obviously influenced because there is a clashback so every time he posts something she posts again and attacks barbara rogers again what sherry said sort of to the newspaper as well is that his girlfriend was possessed. So she said when the demon manifested in her, if it was demon or a lizard, if she had both, a human's no match for that kind of supernatural strength. The one thing I did know, she was no good. I just can't, it's again just basing everything off like one thing that you have seen somebody post. Also, let them live. It's, it's nothing to do with her. Like, it's your boyfriend. Like, it's her boyfriend that follows you and follows your teachings. Why are you suddenly excluding somebody else? That's the thing, again. A lot of this thing with the online cult, it's like I understand there's like the inner circle, right? And then we are excluding everybody else. But was there some jealousy involved here? So the night of the murder, basically they come back from dinner and Minio suggested they head out into the woods and like, you know, just do some late night shooting. Again, 
who does this is this is this a thing somewhere is this a thing in the u.s just because you guys have guns and then you're like yeah let's shoot some bottles or like let's go deer hunting in the middle of the night i just remember dumb ways to die so god that song makes me so happy it's insane you know dumb ways to die yeah that one because it says one of the dumbest ways to die is to pretend <laughs> is to put the horns on like you're a deer and then go into the woods to be shot Okay, a slight segue that made no fucking sense, but yeah, so they go shoot the guns, yeah? Both Barbara and Minio. After that, uh, later that day in their bedroom, because he was still distraught about falling out with Sherry Schreiner and her followers, so he just pressed the gun to his head and grabbed Barbara Rogers' head and forced her to pull the trigger. That's what she claimed, obviously, because there's only one person that was left alive after this incident. Now you see how this can be difficult to believe? But then again, they decided on a third degree murder, so they, like that jury must have believed that there was something else influencing both of these people. So how did they actually come to be in this cult? So were they the first ones to desperately believe in this cult and it's what she was spreading? Of course not. Did I teach you anything? Yeah, you knew the answer to that. The answer is always, oh, of course not. There's always somebody else. There's always something else to food, right? Suspect everything. Conspiracy. <laughs> conspiracy theories everything so Schreiner actually had a perfect student just so you understand that I'm not mocking any of this the moral of this whole story that I'm telling you today is to keep checking in on people around you okay if somebody suddenly starts talking about reptilian cult and how people are possessed and how you know every celebrity everything means something else on television and you know how you should be getting items to protect yourself from the devil and it's not for research for a podcast and not making fun of it please try to get them some help okay just check if everything is okay at home just uh sign them up for therapy i don't know how you deal with your friends but just find a way to deal with it in such a way that they don't end up like this okay she found a perfect disciple in this girl named Kelly Pingeli. This girl was quite, was resembling Shriner a lot of ways, so she was brought up in a religious family. She was also very indecisive about her pathways in life, so like what she's going to do with herself, again, aren't we all. But now this girl starts withdrawing herself and doing this research for hours, again, kind of like Sherry did. So again, like, I understand the existential crisis of young people, but this is like the next level where it actually works perfectly for these online cults. You know, like, kind of like never before, like, was for an actual physical one where you kind of need to join one and join a location. It is, again, quite different to have, like, an audience of a certain age where it's online. Hey, if you see on YouTube stats that your audience is actually between 20 and 30, then it's obviously easier brainwash people who are within that age range so she even went this girl kelly even went on trips with the cult so like with other members to spread beliefs about fighting the new world order so that's apparent that was sherry's whole ideology at some point kelly's blogs actually stopped making any sense so <laughs> i put beyond the usual 
she wasn't just spreading this ideology she actually stopped making sense so she was using like Sherry's visions or Sherry's ideas as her own as, and then it would just go into long really long blog posts so like long rambles and just one day she told her brother again that she's going to meet she basically just is like hey I'm going outside of the house and she told her brother she's going to meet daughters that they met in another life Again, if somebody just says like a line like this, just stop them, just shake them by their arms and be like, what do you actually mean? Because she just goes out and she leaves a note in a car that's saying that she's going to fulfill her destiny. She swallows 30 sleeping pills and just lay down in the snow and then they found her dead. And she was found with organ around her neck, which I'm going to describe what they are. But basically it's, again, one of the main items that Sherry was saying that was to protect you from evil, from these aliens and from everybody, which again she was just monetizing on. You know, that doesn't actually work like that, but hey. What Sherry actually claimed, okay, this is, oh, this is such a fucking thing. So Sherry claimed that this was not a suicide, that the NATO squad, NATO, yeah, NATO, yeah, the NATO that participates in wars, yeah, NATO squad has been sent to kill Kelly some research into into history of NATO, okay? Totally not influenced by this in 99 and this totally did not induce my hatred towards basements and provoked my whole month of hostage situations, right? 99 when NATO bombed Serbia, okay? During the freaking Kosovo war. Listen, NATO does not just answer one person's call and says like, hey, go kill this one person. They don't have that time, okay? They participate in wars, okay? You don't have this, like, nobody has this power to make NATO go out and kill, like, one particular person. Of course, unless they're, you know, a president. If nobody cancels this, this fucking podcast, okay? So, yes, seven-year-old me knew better than you, Sherry, okay? Seven-year-old me in the basement knew that what's happening outside is much bigger force than, like, hit on one fucking person, okay? So now when people actually look into Sherry Shriner around this, and, like, when they're like, hey, so, uh, you know how, uh, she was actually a believer in your call, she was buying your merch and everything? Sherry's like, no, 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 Kelly was actually a demon. Like, she just completely ditched this girl. That was one of her freaking perfect disciples, one of her perfect believers. And she said, like, uh, this was a wake-up call because Kelly is actually one of those people that she is warning the world about as she actually wanted to kill Sherry at one of the trips. It's like, what are we saying? It's like, this is one of your perfect freaking students, one of the few people that actually believed you completely. And she's just turning against them, like, to, again, save her own ass and just continue preaching what she's preaching. So it's like, actually, no, Kelly, this is why she's dead, you see? Like, because, hey, finally got to them. You know, she was wearing an organ around her head, which is meant to protect us against these people. And it's working. It's, again, like, works perfectly towards her ideology that whatever she's preaching and whatever she's selling actually works. So now, if the mafia is serving you right, as I used to say, how many people do we have uh, that are dead? We have at least two people that are known cases that are dead because of this online cult and its influence and its years and years of brainwashing people. So it's time for us to actually go into the mind of Sherry Schreiner and into how this cult came to be to understand the motives behind these murders and have they actually had anything to do with this. Now it's time to note that most of 
the sources, most of the material for the script has actually been found on Cherry Shriner's website, okay? So, if you're looking, to, like I made this section into, um, I wanted to make this section into who is Sherry Shriner, and then, hey, guess what is there on the website? There's an article that's called, who is Sherry Shriner? Also, if you go onto her website, oh my god, just be careful, okay? It's one of those, like, old-timey, like, bad-looking websites, but not just, okay, I'm not actually dissing a website. It's in the sense that everything is clickable, so you need to, like, be really careful, because I'm, like, always scared. If I click on the wrong link, they're gonna take my funds, they're gonna take my money, I'm gonna be, like, somewhere. My name is gonna be associated with it as a supporter. I just don't want this one to me, okay? I, like, karma does not work well for me, okay? <laughs> so, who is Sherry Shriner? She is a servant, prophet, ambassador, daughter, and the messenger of the Most High God. First of all, why does this sound like, like a basic girl's Instagram description, okay? Mother, daughter, business bitch. What are we doing? Why do you sound like a basic bitch, Sherry? But also, messenger of the most high god? Is there like medium high god and then least high god? <laughs> it's like, how many gods are there, Sherry? Why is this the most high god out of all of them? Sherry actually to save her own ass, but also, you know, to sort of justify this is not a cult, said that it's not a cult because you can turn her videos on and off, you know, same applies to her podcast, to her radio, there's no membership rule, so technically she's saying, you know, online cults are a myth, like, it's it's not a thing, right? <laughs> well, I mean, okay, sure, but then how do you explain the amount of content that you post out there? How do you explain all of these platforms that you post this content on? You know, the books, the preachings, the lessons, like, the teachings, the influencing people to buy these organs and protesting that there's a new world order and we should fight aliens. What is that all about then? And how do you explain that you people have died on the back of these theories? Um, sorry, Sherry. Now, of course, as plenty of cults do, she takes the Bible and just twists it and turns it so that it goes and it applies to her teachings and to everything, okay? So, she uses, like, different bits of the Bible and then manipulates them. And, well, it suits her. So, she says, um, if you're a Christian and listening to this, I'm sorry. So, basically, in Bible, there's this part where God destroyed the world, right? There was a big flood and then everything started over, right? That's a summary of it all, right? <laughs> Please, don't cancel this podcast, okay, Christians? God, don't cancel it. <laughs> What she twisted to is that after the flood, the mixing of human and alien DNA started all over again, right? So from that time, it never stopped. Okay, what she does is... Oh my days, this is the weirdest fucking part. Okay, Jesus, in her words, is not Jesus, right? She calls him either Yahweh or Yahushua. <sighs> Listen, oh, you'll get me started. So she said the name was actually basically mistranslated a couple of times, right? But yeah, there's no other explanation on the basis of this theory. So it's like the person at the cross that died for its people was actually uh, not Jesus. <laughs> but it was Yahushua. Anyways, okay. Yahweh actually said that the last days would be as the days of Noah. So even today, the generations and lineages of alien DNA are mixing with our own. And most of us have some form of this DNA and we are not even aware of it, okay? So she says that we are still human, but we just have polluted DNA. But Yahweh actually promised that he would never destroy the entire world again with another flood. Instead of that, 
He promised he would he would return for those who believed in him. So we are basically to eliminate these aliens in this new world order, right? And to actually just show our belief into Yahweh, Jesus, Yahweh, Yahushua, whoever you want to name it, yeah. Now she says, you're on the losing side and you might want to consider your options. Okay, okay, slightly aggressive. <laughs> and now to explain that, obviously, you need to choose your options, you need to choose wisely. She says, there will be worldwide Satanism. In order to participate in this economy, in this new global economy, every person is going to be forced through various governments, legislations, to accept a chip or mark or some kind... <laughs> of some kind on the right hand or their forehead oh my god who is going to brand this woman this is not hunger game what are you on about okay and if you accept this chip of remark you're also announcing your loyalty then to antichrist the entire world will be forced to worship him as god do not get the chip do not get the mark escape enslavement by accepting jesus christ yahushua as your savior now before it's too late for once you accept this chip or mark you will forfeit your soul to satan you will spend eternity in hell with him once you die okay i mean i am converted guys i don't know about you <laughs> okay so now we know there are aliens we know what we are fighting for right it's, it's still all cool right <laughs> it's, it's not but how do you then according to sherry know when somebody is an alien how do you recognize them what do they do and like how do they possess you you know like how do we defend ourselves against them okay there's plenty of questions let's break it all down okay so she has a particular grudge against hollywood or as she calls it holly weird folk this is not bojack horseman man stop twisting words like this stop it so she sees these traits in humans a lot especially holly weird folk the slit eyes, the bulges and indents in the cheeks, the bulging neck, the defined ridge from the side of the neck. Check out, <laughs> she's like, check out on the back of the neck for the bulges. Oh my god, some people are just fat, okay? Drop it. And the pictures she posts, obviously, are of actual, like, how we see aliens. <laughs> Let's say actual aliens, like, you know, they definitely exist. It's like how we see the representation of aliens or TV and shit. Like, everything that she posts that is actual proof is, like, you know, like, one of those first Google images that you see. She's like, you see, it's proof. And like, okay, interesting. This is uh, how, you know, IT has been developed. But yeah, you just took someone's illustration. You're like, yeah, humans look like this okay the next line is the best that i have read in a while okay for instance as in the case of someone i knew tell us sherry who is it that you knew why do you just mention it without developing that they might get a visit from mibs in brackets men in black i cannot okay straight face during the middle of the day at their homes or any time of day Sorry, what is the solid proof here? Is it middle of the day? Is it night? What time do they come for us, Sherry? Or even workplace. Again, you just said they come at home. Why, why do men in black not have a designated location where to find us? And the men in black grab them by the neck and face, forcing their jaw to open. And then they place a snake down their throat. I can not 
deal. First of all, was this inspired by Men in Black? Was this how this whole thing started? Second, why, like, you cannot, if you're sticking to a theory to brainwash people, you can't say they're coming at home, they're coming to a workplace, they're coming in different times of day. No, if you're brainwashing people, you need to stick to one fucking ideology. Oh my god. Again, when you google these snakes, it's literally just images of, like, baby snakes. It's probably just again. No, and she even says it's like, how do these snakes look like? They look similar to these pictures that I found on Google Images, and you're like, oh my days. Literally just googling things and like, yep, it's a snake. What goes into your throat? Yep, it's a snake. This is something like this I found on Google Image. Like, sorry, what you mean? Something like this? Is it a brand of? Is it a specific snake? Like, is it a venomous? Or like, what are we on about? Why don't we have a specific snake? Okay, so this is called soul sculpting, right? So the serpent possesses the human, takes over their brain and body, and becomes that person. So the reptilian aliens can transform and take a body of a small serpent's snake to be placed inside of human body. And then she says, yep, yep, as the Most High showed me and told me about it, they take a slimy skinny snake about 6 to 8 inches long, grayish in color, it looks more like a sl long slimy worm, and open the person's mouth and stick it down their throat, something like this I found on Google image. <laughs> and then there's a picture of a fucking baby snake. I wonder what Sherry Shriner thinks about Harry Potter and she's dead now by the way, but what she thought about Harry Potter and Slytherin. <laughs> She must have thought that J.K. Rowling is a proper, like, fucking alien, reptilian, witch, whatever she called. Okay, so now we are past this, yeah? Men in Black possessed you. Great stuff, right? So how do you actually recognize that person now? How do you actually recognize these reptilians? So their eye pupils, so they look like an alien, right? So their eye pupils are slit instead of circles. They rapid blink, they constantly blink, they smack lips. She has, listen, guys, the stuff that I watch and listen for you guys and, and read. It's the stuff that I do for this podcast that you don't have to, okay? It's hours I'm never getting back. There is multiple YouTube videos that I have listened and watched on this. And it's just, just literally nothing. Just somebody licking their dry lips, okay? She calls it lizard tongue. Once you know what to look for and how to recognize it, you will notice that probably about 90% of the people you see on TV are aliens. Uh, Sherry, how are 90% also probably about what are these stats based on? Why don't we have actual stats? The majority of politicians, media personalities, reporters, practically everyone in front of a TV camera is one way or another. Mm. Alright. Now it's important to say, because I'm going to go and explain what organs are in a minute, but this is like the most actionable command she actually gives is for us to protect ourselves with organs and to put these objects everywhere it's like places they live hang out they work at you know literally like flood your gardens with this all of this nonsense but just to say that this she was never encouraging for us to like actively kill if you her website has like a search bar right so when i searched for the word kill there are still plenty of pages against it but it's important to know it's like that they are going to kill us so again psychology about it and why i do believe this is a version of an online cult is because if there are pages and pages of of her saying that she has proof that people are aliens and they they are actually planning to kill us then it's easy to instill in your brain that hey maybe you should actually protect yourself at best 
And at worst, maybe you should actually kill them so they don't kill you and your family. Brainwashing, guys, it's a thing. Now, just a quick word on the holy weird people, as she calls them, or just people that appear on television, okay? She thinks fainting, by the way, is one of the most common signs. It's like I've watched these videos, I don't know, the Wendy Williams one, the famous one, where she just faints on the floor, she's like, that's the undeniable sign that she is an alien. Then there's like, just people on freaking talent shows just freaking out and being just nervous and having a breakdown, just falling, she's like, nope, aliens. But the best description of like what she says is so if you are basically a professional athlete, celebrity, anything, anybody that needs to be like pre-approved to get interviewed on TV, which is everybody, Sherry, okay? <laughs> what do you mean? You don't just come in and barge in. You are pre-approved to be interviewed, to be on a talk show, okay? Sometimes you will hear reporters or announcers talking in the background. Once I heard a desk analyst broadcaster telling a reporter on the field he's been approved, you can talk to him. Oh my fucking days, why did nobody tell this woman how newscasts work? It's funny how you can research so much in one field and not know a fuck all about the other to the point that you can brainwash people that by saying that you can talk to them, they have been approved. And the reporter then proceeded to interview a player about the particular football game Yes, Sherry, this is how it works. <laughs> Just calm down. So if a celebrity is being gossiped about, whether good or bad, because all publicity is good to them, okay, Sherry, okay, clearly you know so much about this, they have to be pre-approved. And only those who have signed the dotted line and sold their souls to Satan are approved. I, I, I have no words. Okay, so now these are the celebrities that she had particular grudge against. Like, number one, I think two people share number one spot, okay? One would be Taylor Swift, because of all of her, like, props used in videos. You know, all of the snakes and everything, and like in the video, like, look what you made me do. She said that despite of that, the Taylor Swift is a vampire and not a lizard. Why are we confused? Why? How is she not a lizard? She practically uses snakes, so doesn't that mean the snake possessed her soul scalping, all of that? No? Okay. But she says that the undeniable proof of this is the feud that she had with the Kardashians. Remember all that thing with Kanye and then that she <laughs> said that he made her famous. And then uh, Kim called her a snake on... Uh, and then Taylor Swift basically said that she didn't approve that line in his lyrics. And then uh, Kim Kardashian called her out on, uh, on Twitter and put snake emoji. I don't think that anybody has taken this feud as seriously as Sherry Shriner for her cult. I am so over with this shit. Okay, the other person that will share a spot with uh, Sherry Shriner, and this is like most of her YouTube videos are of Rihanna. Like, she has something against this woman, like everything. Like, she blinks and <laughs> literally it's like videos of Rihanna blinking a lot. No, that's indefinite proof. <laughs> it's just like, if she licks her lips, that's it. That's it. The undeniable proof. Among those people are also Justin Bieber, Madonna, Queen Elizabeth II, of course, why would you spare a queen, come on, Barack Obama, Jay-Z and Beyonce, and I mean, I kind of have a feeling there is something to do with racism here, I'm not gonna, you know, play the racist cards, but I have a feeling she was basically anti-Jew and anti-black with, with a lot of these claims, okay. Just putting that out there. You can't like say, hey, it's a, it's a queen, but it's also a lot of black people, okay? Mm, suspicious. Guys, I'm gonna tell you how to fight people, like... 
I'm gonna tell you how to protect yourself from the queen and the, the you know last president and Taylor Swift okay so there is according to her also I don't understand if you develop this whole theory you develop all these signs how to read somebody why do you only develop one thing that works as a concept to defeat them and for her this was orgone okay why, why don't you name it differently why does it sound like why does it sound so similar to organ no okay so yeah so it's a positive source of energy it's basically a healer what it is it's weird because i actually have something like similar in my house back home but it doesn't have any signs of it. It's one of those like weird objects that you kind of buy on like, I don't know, a flea market or something like, ah, oh, this is gonna be nice to look at, but it's not, okay? So it's like a, it's usually in the shape of a pyramid, sort of like multiple colors, there's layers, and then it usually has like a sign, a symbol, whatever you wanna call it on top of it. I, as you can see, I'm so into it, right? <laughs> It wouldn't be a problem if she was selling merch, but she was highly profiting off this. So a standalone organ, she would sell for $34 plus the shipping, right? So additionally, when she started all of this, she used her GoFundMe crowdfunding campaign in 2014. Actually, so this was after she started, but hey, she still had years of profiting over this. She raised more than 150000 like 150000 just by freaking selling organs. Now, of course, how do you sell something? What does it do? How do you actually describe to people this is going to prevent them from, um, you know, the aliens? So, <laughs> she says... Oh god, this is the worst. So, organs are supposed to make the skin of the other burn. So, you need to saturate the yard, town, anywhere they're present. <laughs> so, like, if you're a human, you're gonna have... Like, it's going to enhance your health, you're gonna have no migraines, you're gonna sleep like a baby. It will obviously just work against the aliens. Just imagine how many organs, and of course then, because it's like a small little object, like a small little pyramid. Of course, how many do you need if you really believe in this to fill up someone else's yard? <laughs> like, freaking Taylor Swift lives in a freaking mansion. Like all these people live in mansions. What, how how many do you need to fill out a White House yard? How do you get to a White House yard, Sherry fucking Shriner? I mean, although she actually died of natural causes apparently at the age of 65. By the way, there is nothing on her death out there. Like, everybody's like, oh yeah, she died of 65 natural causes. But has she? I mean, that's not young, but that's not that old for it. As in, like, yeah, has it been old age? Has it been like I don't know, arthritis? Like, well, what is it actually that caused her death? There's literally nothing. As in, like, did anybody care, or is this just not out? Is it like one like ultimate conspiracy theory? Like, oh, you don't actually know if I'm alive or dead? It's because it's it's bullshit. Like, clearly, if she was alive, she would have continued this. Like, that's the obvious part in this story. But her theories live on. You can still watch her YouTube channel. It has 243 videos. At which I have watched about 50 at least. Don't even get me started. It's just, I mean, I skipped through them, okay? Don't, don't think I wasted hours and hours watching her YouTube. I wasted hours and hours reading her website. <laughs> so her theories live on. You can always believe in this and you can still definitely be part of this cult. Still, her forums are out there. Her website, her Patreon page as well, if you want to, I don't know if anybody's maintaining that content, but you can probably still get access to the previous one, okay? So now let's go to probably the most important thing to understand Sherry Schreiner, and that is her own background.
now, like with everybody we discuss on this podcast, and by we, I mean me, <laughs> like there's always something prevalently in your childhood that sort of detriments to your well being, and then you start having visions, and you're like, no, this is it, this is one thing I'm gonna focus on for my whole fucking life. For me, yeah, it was investigation discovery, and then this is how we're here. For Sherry Schreiner, it was night terrors. Well, actually, she called it visions from God, but what she described is by psychologists defined as night terrors. So she would talk about someone's presence in her room, you know, like she would see shadows at night and somebody calling her out and she would hear voices. Again, like, which can be described as, again, by psychologists, not by me, not qualified in this area, right? As stress of the family, who was obviously imposing onto her to follow a religion, See, when did religion bring anything, anything seriously good, right? <laughs> God, I'm gonna get so much hate for this episode. <laughs> she said, I would learn as an adult that the tall one was one of Lucifer's generals sent to kill me. Generals, are we in war? Are, they, are the titles generals? <sighs> she says, I would learn as an adult how to expose, attack and tear down his strongholds that he would create to control and destroy mankind. To prevent this from happening, he had assigned one of his top-ranking generals to kill me. Just twist the Bible. I swear, does the Bible say generals? Please let me know, because I, I can bet. I can somehow bet it wasn't. So, by the age of 12, she read Bible from front to back. Why do you need to specify it's from front to back? It's not a magazine. You can't read it from back to front. It doesn't make sense. Imagine if she read it back to front. This would have been a whole different story. <laughs> First of all, so... This whole story, as I mentioned, is just a scream for help. If you see a child that is too obsessed with religion and Bible, please introduce them to other interests. Okay? This is my own advice. I'm not reading this from a prompter, okay? So if somebody's 12 and she read Bible front to head multiple times and is obsessed by a certain part in the Bible, please introduce them to, I don't know, games, Monopoly, I, I don't fucking know. Just introduce them so, to like some healthy childhood games. But it's cool that they're religious. I'm not saying anything against that. But then they have to have other interests. Like, please. She said by the age of 18, she read Bible more times than... And pastors, the most pastors, okay, Sherry, brag, and had repeatedly <laughs> read several of the old and new testament books, okay, another brag. <laughs> By the way, her article, Who is Sherry Schreiner, starts with something like, I hate talking about myself, and then it's like, you can scroll ten times on the thing. It's also like the prelude to her book, so it's like, okay, you hate talking about yourself, but then you can impose like pages and pages talking about yourself and bragging about yourself. This is exactly like when I say I hate my own voice, but then I have my own podcast now. Do I really hate my voice? I need to edit this thing yet. During her, like, teenagehood and young adult life, she was actually, again, this is all her. There's nothing to prove this. Again, like, you know, Google Images kind of based theories. There's nothing to prove this. So she says she was successful in radio. She was interning and then she became, like, a director of a radio station. She tripled majored, according to her, in all different, like, it's again something like, it's like journalism, politics, and something, like, three degrees that don't make no sense to major in. But anyways, apparently to her, you know, as, as we know, she's a freaking genius. And now it's sort of like a st- sad part where you can start to, like, understand maybe how she was seeing things. And, like, why was nobody, like, actually helping her out and just, like, shaking her shoulders and be like, please get back to your normal self. So, when she was pregnant, she actually stopped taking, like, 
any meds. And then after pregnancy, she said she was um, seeing, she started seeing and hearing things again, which can kind of be like related to postpartum depression, you know, because right now is when she starts properly like tripping. She says she is, she can cast demons out of anybody at any time. And this is when she starts going into this research because she was married, unemployed, had her first child. And, you know, like she finally saw reality stare her in the face. But in her mind, this was the realities. Not so good if that reality stares you in the face. So she said it was time to confront these demonic beings and find out who they were and what they wanted with her. So this is when she goes into deep research. And this is when she realizes Western countries' representation of Jesus is not Jesus at all. It's the son of Satan. It was all a plot. All conspiracy theory, right? The way she twists the Bible is just beyond me, okay? So the person exiting across was Yahushua, as I told you. Yahushua, isn't it catchy as fuck? So the name was translated wrongly, but yeah, no explanation was there for like the basis of this theory, except that hey, somebody just translated the name, but Jesus is somehow son of Satan. Yeah, let's this this doesn't require any further explanation. This is completely understandable, but yeah, let's just explain how organs work in like twenty pages. Then I have to summarize. Sherry, why do you like this? Okay. This is yeah, also when like God began to talk to her directly. Again, main trait of a cult leader. If anybody tells you God is talking to them directly, run for your life. The God told her she was a warrior against Antichrist and this all started like this was all these visions and talking to god was all happening in 2001 and again you can kind of see the influences of what was happening in the culture like 9 11 happened then so it was all about this like hey is it the end of times are we all dying is it all it's all this like you know are we fighting the war like towards the end of the times how can we fight how can we survive let's develop a theory about you know antichrist and the devil like, we need the enemies, we need to fight against somebody. Does anybody remember 2012 when this, like, end of the world thing was popular again after 9-11? But, like, in 2012, like, this was the obsession. I, I, I remember I had dreams saving my family in some apocalyptic <laughs> kind of situation just because of, like, the media. Be like, yep, yeah, 2012, the end of the world. And then there was that movie that came out. Anyways, but yeah, it kind of influences you and then if you are on this level, you probably go a bit more mental than you usually were. Okay, so she says in 2001, she was led by the Lord to buy a Bible codes program. Do I even comment on this? Okay. And learn how to search and analyze, co analyze codes. Again, Christians out there, is there a Bible codes program? Is, does, is this a real thing? Is Bible coded? And if so, why is it coded? Why can normal people... Isn't that the whole purpose of religion? That anybody can understand it? I don't know. Let me know. What the fuck? <laughs> so she wanted to give up, but she ended up like still persisting, looking up the terms. And like he, by he she means actually her god, savior, the most high god, or whatever, taught her how to decode the Bible himself. Oh my god, this woman is tripping that somebody she's talking to is t teaching her how to decode the Bible. So she says she was called to be a watchman, a prophet, and a warrior for him. The Lord even told her and showed her in his records that she was King David's granddaughter. This does not make no sense, okay? Like, the math just doesn't make sense. She was... How, like, many centuries have passed between like, King David and her? 
Like she was not King David's granddaughter. Not even like Gregor. Like nothing would make would have made sense in her in this that she could have decoded. But hey, again, it's like that connection to some spiritual being, and then believe her because she has this connection that nobody else does to them. <laughs> But what this reminded me is like, just imagine if there was a Bible engineering course, you know, at uni, like instead of computer science, you have Bible science because you're decoding like some religious studies and decoding a Bible. <sighs> Please, let's get over this. <laughs> because she obviously had the Facebook group as well. Did she ever do that thing? You know on Facebook when like everybody starts doing these dumb things where it's like super popular. It's like, oh, your porno name is based on, I don't know, your birth date and then a month you were born and then year. And there's these like random words and then, you know, you're like, ooh, Bloody Mary. <laughs> and then you get something like Queen Bloody Mary and you're like, oh, everybody's just like, that's disgusting. Why is it? Why is that your porn name? What are you on about in like... <laughs> pornography and you're like this is a game i never participated in any of this shit what am i on about <laughs> yeah bible codes <laughs> i saw my gym start doing it's like oh based on your birth date and this like this is your workout stop it stop doing this only people like fucking sherry shriner fall for this go watch something go listen to my podcast like so this is by decoding, obviously, Bible codes. She finds out that there's coming alien invasion. All of these theories that we just discussed develop. So this is like when the end of the world will begin. This is how you protect yourselves. This is how you spot the aliens. Everything we just covered. And then so at this point, she had her radio show, you know, self-made. Um... <laughs> like this pod uh she had 12 websites radio show personal blog like couple of books released all under pretext uh, that she was banned from all the tv channels that she's the only one telling the truth and the truth in her eyes is that by spreading christianity humans are accidentally spreading teachers of satan because remember jesus son of satan yahushua the good guy <laughs> and then beyond all of these websites and everything that she had all of the websites, all of the platforms that she could preach. 2005 arrives. And this is where I'm going to leave you before discussing the motives. This is where I'm going to leave this story. Because 2005 is when YouTube was invented. Why I'm leaving you with this is because I want you to think where you were in 2005 and what would you have believed. Would you have believed something like this? Like, do you still, for example, follow and subscribe to the same people you did in 2005 about 15 years ago were you a completely different person what was it that you followed with the rise of youtube what was it that you listened to because everything in sherry shine's story facilitated who she was and the ideology that she could spread around so where were you in 2005 and would you have believed and bought into any of this compared to now and what you know about the internet Think about it, okay? <laughs> now let's uh, discuss the motives. Alright, so we have everything about the cult, this bizarre whole fucking story. So, like again, as always, on the back of that story of Steven Minio and Barbara Rogers, ultimately it you can have two theories. So did Steven Minio succumb to Shriner's manipulative pressures and actually ask Barbara Rogers to shoot him? Or 
did Barbara Rogers murder her boyfriend in cold blood and this had nothing to do with these manipulations. So the verdict, as I said, was third degree homicide and this does not denote international like <laughs> intentional killing but requires like some showing of malice or some showing of extreme like extreme disregard for human life which again can kind of fit a theory because if she didn't see him as human anymore if she saw him as alien then it would kind of justify killing him and it this verdict also indicates that the jury struggled to understand like to understand to understand what has occurred so they have deliberated for nine hours they peppered the judge with questions about the meaning of intent first versus third degree murder and guilt beyond a reasonable doubt before making this decision so in the eyes of jury something must have jumped up for them to have believed Barbara Rogers to a certain degree even though they did proclaim his guilty so I think the primary motive here would be one of the cult's techniques which is brainwashing obviously a lot easier with the online cults as I was mentioning when you publish online when you have different platforms that you can create yourself and then finally with the creation of YouTube that gained again enormous popularity and that everybody can sort of be online unless you're breaching you know certain policies and she still hasn't been shut down so people might still be believing in in everything that she has propagated during her life and i think like that followed by another sort of sign that um there is a cult and that's the inner circle of people so the way that she would turn her cult members she would turn everybody against somebody, you know, which was the case in Kelly's suicide. And she was just suddenly turned against her most loyal follower. So it's sort of in this way as well that she completely disregarded somebody's girlfriend, even though he was like a loyal follower for, for, for what, 10 years? And it's that, like, a bond that you can't ever achieve because it's like an inner circle of people. Like, in my head, I do believe there is some like serious brainwashing here involved and that online cults can be a thing so I am sort of leaning more towards that this decision has been influenced and that also they couldn't like prove beyond a reasonable doubt that she is actually that it was actually her idea to pull the trigger herself once they have seen all this evidence so let me know what you guys think do you believe that this was um, just cold-blooded murder or do you actually agree with me in terms of motives behind this and what do you think about online calls? A lot of people just like to stick to, you know, their good old traditional brainwashing. That's a that for that case. Now I have a rapid-fire effect, remember that section? That was fun, wasn't it? So as I mentioned, um, Sherry actually has a Patreon page. She has more patrons than me, guys, um, which is just uh, unacceptable, if, if I'm honest. Do you, do you believe her more than me? Sorry. This is, this is how I poach you guys. This is how I convert you to my Patreon, my own cult, yeah? So her Patreon, again, is just super aggressive to get people to, like... Uh, to like get it maybe that's where i'm mistaken but it's just i find this so ridiculous like her this this paragraph it's just the peak of her life okay so she says this is how she gets you yeah to go support her on patreon join god's army on earth tearing down the strongholds of satan and his new world order 
If you like my channel, please support it. The Lord stood me up in 2011 to become his messenger and prophet to the nations. Several years later, I was blacklisted by the government and media. I have weekly podcasts and have written several books where I reveal and have revealed truths you won't find anywhere else. How did the Lord stand you up? Why would we support you if Lord stood you up, woman? Like, have you? did you date Lord? Like, please, explain yourself. They're just parts of this story. They just go unexplained. And you're like, how did you explain something in so much depth? And then these parts that are literally preliminary for people to believe you, they just go completely unexplained. How are we selling this to people? So, uh, yes, that's that. That was my idea of how to direct you to my Patreon page. The sources for this podcast have been SherryShriner.com, Washington Post, Independent, The New Republic, Cult Podcast, really underrated podcast, by the way, in the US. Let's listen to it. They have a cool logo as well. And they cover, like, lesser-known cults as well, which I love and appreciate. And I loved it. It made my life easier. And podcast episode cults. You just know that they're, like, really, really trying to, to do <laughs> that unbiased approach. But they don't make fun of it, but they're probably just dying and laughing inside. Whereas, hey, with me, you have a completely biased approach where I just explain, <laughs> express all of my opinions on it, and I just laugh with it. Well, let's move on to the section where I tell you what I recommend you this week. You know how Australians have that expression, not here to fuck spiders? Which is like, hey, we're about to get down to serious business, you know, we should not be wasting time. This section is all about fucking all the spiders, okay? It's, uh, just imagine, just visualize that. We are just here to not get down to business. Just mention a couple of things. Fuck all the spiders. Alright. There's been a story in the news that last podcast has covered and Unilad has covered. Well, that's it. Unilad and last podcast caught up on it because probably somebody flagged it to them, which is just brilliant. I just watched the video, like, stuff that I have watched and listened for you this week, guys. It's unprecedented. It has not happened before. Okay, so the article on Unilad, yeah, which obviously you should religiously read, you know, such a serious... (laughs) Just such a serious source of information. Please trust everything that you see there. Now, this is actually a story that has happened. But I just love how nobody's covering it. In this fucking year of epidemic, nobody's covering this nonsense. Why? So, the story is about a Maryland woman who was stabbed in her backside. So, she was just stabbed in the upper part of her ass with semen filled syringe in a supermarket in Maryland. There's a CCTV, there's a video of this, okay? Just if you wanna watch. It's not even funny. The guy's last name is Steeman and he shot her with semen. It's just at the figures. Like of course he got arrested. But this guy has multiple syringes filled with semen in his car. How fucking bizarre is this? How did he like how do you come and then fill freaking syringes with your cum. You need to probably like either freeze it or contain it somehow and then, you know, sip it into syringes. It's disgusting. (laughs) It's just like, sir, this guy is there to fuck spiders as well. He's not just getting to business, no. He fucking puts it in syringe and then like shoves that into the back of, of a woman in a supermarket. Whose fault? What is wrong with people? How do people like this, you know, from Sherry Shriner to this guy, just continue with their life like, yeah, 
you know like when you, you when you continue with your day you're like yep i accomplished this this and this today this guy just went out to the supermarket like yep yeah, this was my day so of course she had to do urine and blood tests and take like anti-disease medication to just figure out is everything okay with her but the creepiest part of this again how does he go out home like from this you know event and just behaves like nothing ever happened like yep this is normal he said to her once he stabbed her with the syringe he told her like he whispered into her ear like i know it feels like a bee sting doesn't it Is this an experiment, sir? What are we doing here in the freaking year of coronavirus? You're just stabbing a person with unknown substance in their butt. This is not, this is not even cool. But it would be cool if it wasn't, you know, the coronavirus age. But definitely not cool now. Like, of course, the woman was freaking out. She called her son, like, while she was driving home and reporting it to the police. Like, she called her son, was basically saying her goodbyes because she was like, I'm not sure what he injected me with. Like, it could have been anything. Weird shit has happened in the US. Have you heard about the guy that was, like, a few weeks ago that was dropping poop from the buckets in libraries? Anyways, that's a different story. I'm not gonna plan to Google that because probably there's a video somewhere. But it's like, people throwing acid throwing shit over people stabbing them with syringes guys we need to like you know to stop for a minute and think like how are we going to continue with this day like a legitimate human week is to find something that induces nostalgia everybody does it right we have all rewatched certain episodes of friends or that 70s show for you know <laughs> we are going back to our true crime podcast and just re-listen to certain episodes like hey Hands up to everybody doing that. Hey, that's me. So this week I was listening to um, an audiobook by Eckhart Tolle. By the way, I'll get back to this, but by the way, his name, first of all, he changed his name, but he's German, so his last name should have been pronounced Tule, yeah? Tule, yeah? With the umlaut, yeah? Listen, stop mispronouncing other people's names. You know Henry Zabrowski from freaking last podcast on the left? Last name is actually Polish. Pretty sure I could I could bet a fiver it's, it's supposed to be pronounced Zabrowski. Yeah, changes your whole perception. Yeah, why do we Americanize all these like last names? Yeah, how different does it sound? Because that's their last name. I'm I'm pretty sure I can bet a fiver. Yeah, I don't ever bet above a fiver. <laughs> what was I on about? Okay, yes. So I was listening to the audiobook by Eckhart Tolle, uh, The Power of Now which was actually recommended by that silent meditation that I mentioned I went to, to Thailand in November. And it's one of those things where you just listen to something and, like, they were reading parts of the book as well to us. And, you know, like, there was this woman who was kind of obsessed with him, this nun. So she was mentioning him nonstop. So it just, like, brings you to that memory and brings you to that place. I was like, ah, oh, I just love the feeling of nostalgia. Even though the whole point of the book is the power of now and that you shouldn't be, you know, hanging on to your past. But hey... Hey, if it makes you happy, then why are you so sad? If it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. Musical reference. From fuck knows how long ago. Again, nostalgia. Sheryl Crow. You know, like when we mention Germans now. Schadenfreude. It's just the best. It's my favorite German word. It is my favorite German word. Because it means like the feeling of joy that you get from like witnessing someone's sadness. And it's just the most German thing that is out there ever you know remember nazis okay to summarize this whole segment because it made complete zero sense indulge it to something this week that involves nostalgia and tell me what that was 
because again that's what this podcast is all about you know email me how you turned your life around and then email me how you went back to nostalgic moments that might have been toxic for you (laughs) what is it for you is it an episode of friends is it listening to old podcasts is it rereading harry potter is it all of that are you me find out if you're the same person you know where to find me that bam pod on twitter podbam at gmail.com for all of these nonsensical emails let's compile it let's let's compare it for extra patreon episodes including this week's one on how do you know you're in a cult that will be published right after this one so you can you know stop whatever you're doing on your monday and go listen to some extra content yeah Again, patreon.com forward slash pod. Trying to say everything in one breath because I already took a lot of your time today, haven't I? You're at work just listening to this. Be like, can I move on with my Monday, Maya? Can I? I wasted an hour already. I need to go into a meeting and I can't use the podcast as an excuse. It's just not acceptable. Well, you change the norms, okay? You change this fucking world one motive at a time. Goodbye. Go on. Move on with your Monday. A good bye.